0: Welcome inside the newsroom. My name is Kelsey Bradshaw and I'm the news editor at the University Star. Today I'm here with Nicole Barrios, the assistant news editor.
1: Um, Renaldo Leaños Jr., the news director of KTSW 89.9.
0: And I'm Tara Polmar, one of the
2: assistant news directors at KTSW 89.9.
0: All right, let's jump right into this because I'm really excited about our quotes of the week. Dr. Joseph Kotarba, he's a sociology professor here. He won the Charles Horton Cooley Award for Outstanding Book for his work, Baby Boomer Rock and Roll Fans. And he uh, used Katy Perry as inspiration when writing his book and he said, Katy Perry is also one of my favorites. She is a lot of things. She represents what is going on in pop music and she's almost like having a daughter. She is someone that you can identify with, unlike a lot of other female performers. So I just thought that was cool because he said Katy Perry was like having a daughter.
3: (laughs) Yeah, no, it really personalizes a
0: celebrity. (laughs) That is really cool. And I think there was an international award that he won, right?
3: Yeah, it was an international award for his book. And it's just cool that a professor wrote something other than a textbook. It sounds pretty interesting. It's called Baby Boomer Rock and Roll Fans and talking about Katy Perry. (laughs) It's pretty cool.
1: I guess it doesn't get better than talking about Katy Perry. (laughs)
3: i
0: watched katie perry's documentary and cried so i understand what he's <laughs> thinking about so
3: what was your quote of the week guys
2: we talked to john Tomides
0: this week and he had a great quote
2: about pride weekend which happened a while back here in san marcus but he was a he i mean he was there so he was a big supporter of it and he said frankly i was shocked at the huge turnout and i had no idea that they all would be there and he said it's just so great to see And people are people, it doesn't matter their race, their color, the sexual orientation. In my mind, they're human beings. They deserve respect. I think that a community that is inclusive is one where great people want to live, and that's really the secret to the quality of life in San Marcos. So I really liked that.
3: Yeah, I think that's an awesome quote. It shows that one of our city leaders is really open and welcoming to all different kinds of people. Definitely. I agree.
0: And then something coming up this weekend is
3: homecoming. And I know we're all really excited about that. Definitely. Oh, yeah. There's going to be a lot of events this weekend for homecoming. Um, one that recently happened was the soapbox race. No, that's tomorrow. Oh, actually. right. Or on Friday. Um, and then last night on
0: Wednesday was the talent show. And who won? A magician won? He like pulled a string out of his eye. Did you guys, know no one. He
1: Pulled a, a string out of his eye. Yeah, that's I, crazy. I did not know that. Yeah, actually. that was on
0: the front page of the Star today. It's just a picture of a dude pulling a string out of his
3: eye. I mean, yeah. do y'all wow. normally
1: go to homecoming events or?
3: Um, oh, I, I cov- try to make it out to tailgate for, for sure. sure.
1: I don't think I've ever participated in a homecoming event. I'm a terrible college student. Yeah, I covered and the and talent
0: show last year, but that was because it was my job. Yeah, I
1: don't think so. I've, <laughs> I don't think I've ever been.
3: And I think this year they're trying to amp up participation, um, especially with alumni. There's a lot of alumni activities happening. I know they're having the, like a gala. Yeah, they're having a gala to um, award some like really active alumni members, and uh, the Hispanic and the Black um, alumni associations are having a lot of different events definitely tailgating out there, showing their support for their alma mater. And it's always important for alumni to come
0: back so then we as students can see like what we have to look forward to and we can come back whenever we're alumni as well.
1: And also just continues that tradition.
0: Mm -hmm, Definitely. One of the
2: traditions that student government is looking at implementing is um, an event called Gold Rush, which is kind of an interesting concept. They want everyone to dress in gold for the last home game of every sporting event but this wouldn't be for this year's last football home game it would be for other sporting events so it hasn't actually passed yet they're still working on it but it's kind of supposed to be like a pep rally in the quad and then getting everybody out to the games and filling bobcat stadium with gold so
0: we're supposed to wear all gold then
2: I, that's what I believe, yes. I don't know how I'm going to that
3: Interesting. <laughs> and like
1: speaking to I mean, just several people from student government, um, it seems to be, or if, from what I've heard, I guess, that it most likely is in the past. I mean, they're saying that it's just a way to unify people and just to bring, I guess, Texas State closer, I guess.
3: Yeah. Which is a cool concept. Making yeah, it a more sure.
0: community feel. We're all wearing gold together.
3: Yes. <laughs> a lot of gold leggings I see in the future. Oh, I see <laughs> those. those shiny metallic ones.
0: Unlike <laughs> <laughs> American Apparel.
3: Yes, that'll yeah. be an interesting yeah. fashion yeah. statement. Katy Perry Katy Perry would approve. Exactly. Lots of
0: glitter. I'm seeing lots of glitter
3: yeah. as well. I'm
2: seeing
0: a lot of gold jewelry. I'm just going to keep it minimal, just in case you guys are wondering. No, that sounds good. <laughs> and then another one of our favorite headlines this week was, University officials are advocating for end-of-course evaluations to be moved online so you guys know those surveys that you have to take at the end of the course it's like oh yeah my teacher was good and i learned a lot yes you guys, you guys know what i'm talking about Yep. Mm-hmm. so they're trying to move them all online and sue wheel who's a journalism professor she said that it would save money on scantron save time and something people don't think about is that staff spends a lot of time on the evaluations but a lot of people are worried that students won't fill them out if they're online well mm-hmm. i think the school of
2: journalism journalism
0: and it. mascom already does that
2: yeah they were and doing so a pilot program they sent out an email to you like hey you need to complete the survey and so i know i always like flag it and i'm like okay i'll get to
0: that and whether or not i get to it kind of Depends on time, but because mm-hmm. I know a lot of students are huge procrastinators, and this might be the last thing on my mind, is the only issue I see
1: with it. Yeah, and I Definitely. think like having it in class, I mean, it kind of just like almost ensures that you'll be able to, like to get it document, done exactly. Yeah. And like sometimes te- professors wait or like, you know what I mean, to get all that stuff done. So it should yeah. be interesting.
0: It should, because right be. now there's been no final decisions made about it. It's simply a suggestion, but.
3: I don't know, it should be interesting to see. Something that my professors did last semester um, in a couple of my classes where we have labs and we sit next to the computers already is that they just took out 15 minutes of our time in class and actually made us (laughs) go to the website and fill out the, the... Survey. Yeah, survey thing, yeah. and so um, I think that would help if professors implemented it in their classrooms and then that way we could save on paper but we'd still be kind of forced to do it which is good because we all want to give that important feedback but I guess it would be hard if professors don't have computers for their students in their room
2: Definitely.
3: I could see those 400, or not, I guess
2: 400, probably 200 person classrooms. <laughs> huge like, 400, 400 all, classes, you know? Let's all go find a lab where there's 200 yeah. computers. <laughs> yeah, that, that would be yeah. Yeah, Not that everyone be has a
0: laptop in class either. Mm-hmm. so That's true.
3: That would be hard. But it would save a lot of paper. So there's. Good for the environment there's Two sides to it, yeah. 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 So speaking about the environment.
1: Um, another story that we're, like, I guess, working on right now is um, I mean, you all have heard Ebola in Dallas mm-hmm. this week. Um, My so dad just, works
0: at that hospital oh, wow. really? Yeah. Wow. What has he heard from there? Um, Nothing He was like do you want to come to the press conference And I was like dad you shouldn't tell me this an hour before said press conference But <laughs> yes but they're just trying to keep it contained And then the guy I think he like was exposed to four kids Or
2: something yeah. or mm-hmm. something like
0: that He has I don't kids know. I think And I think yeah. each
2: one of them went to school So wow. Oh, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. That's Mm -hmm. what it is. And so, like, what we just wanted to do, we just wanted to talk to, like, a professor. Um, We actually spoke to Dr. Rodney Road, and he's um, the chair for the clinical laboratory studies here at um, Texas State. And what basically, we just wanted to get his perspective as to, like, should we be worried or whatnot? And he said that he's not really, um, it's nothing to be too concerned about just because, I mean, the level of, um, I guess containment is a lot better here in the United States as opposed to abroad. Oh, so he we just wanted to get his perspective basically and he said he thinks we everything definitely should don't
0: be fine. Yeah, we don't want it to trickle down to San Marcos. That would be bad.
1: Yeah.
2: I know
0: CTMC put out a press release
2: today too about how they are I guess, prepared to handle it if in the unlikely situation that it does happen. So that's kind of comforting, I guess, knowing that they're looking at it. And yeah,
3: they're preparing. Preparing, <laughs> studying how
2: they can do it. But I thought that was really neat.
3: Yeah, so something that's also... Um San Marcos is preparing for or helping, uh, the Main Street program has this program where they um, give grant money to businesses downtown affected by construction, and um, they provide new signs or awnings to businesses. And so far, 19 businesses in San Marcos and the Main Street District have been um, aided this grant money for new signs, and um, businesses can apply to have an investment in a new sign or awning, and they can receive up to $2,000 in grant funding. And so it's a pretty cool, pretty cool initiative they're doing to help businesses um, kind of unify the the new look with the new construction downtown. What do you guys that's think? It's got to
0: bring a lot of relief to them too, because they've been going through construction for so long, and it seems to be a never-ending process. But then mm-hmm. they get new signs, and I think they look great downtown. There's a bunch of neon ones, and it's kind of become a vibe instead of just random.
3: Yeah, parts. refreshing the whole yeah.
0: look of downtown. It finally has a look. There yeah, you go. Exactly. Yeah,
3: exactly. Um, <laughs>
2: like a unified, refreshed look. I think that's really cool. I know um, a little bit farther downtown or further downtown, they're also working on the LBJ MLK Memorial. They're working on putting plants in there. So I'm wondering if that's going to continue downtown, kind of with their Parklet's idea, how they'll incorporate plants into
0: their designs. Yeah. might be interesting. And then moving on to what you guys should watch for next week, Nicole is investigating some freshmen living in study rooms on campus. So
3: what's going on with that? Yeah, um, I guess this year, as well as um, a couple of years ago, it's it's not really anything new, um, but this year it's gained more attention that uh, residents, some freshmen in uh, residence halls are having to live in study rooms or temporary housing, um, some with RAs, some in study rooms converted into dorm rooms, um, just because, you know, our school is growing and um, it's something that the, the residence um, halls do to accommodate for students who will not even show up to claim their dorms or who might move out like during the semester because they choose not to live on campus um, so they kind of over accommodate and stick extra students in study rooms and then later on they place them in permanent housing
0: and then we'll also be looking at some numbers next week here at the star with the recent attempted robbery and shooting at the got habit smoke shop we're gonna be looking at the number of robberies that happen in San Marcos each year And so that's going to be part of a um, series just about theft and robberies and stuff. So that should be pretty interesting, too.
3: Yeah, really interesting
0: to see how that number's grown, if it has. Or if it's gone down, even. Yeah. Who knows?
1: Yeah. Yeah. And um, one of our reporters, um, since October's National Bullying Prevention Month, um, one of our reporters um, got a hold of Lizzie Velasquez. And she's a Texas, she graduated from Texas State, and there was like a campaign, or not a campaign, there was like a YouTube video that went viral about her, mm-hmm. about her like being like the ugliest person, oh, I know what you're talking about. being the ugliest person or something like that, so we were able to get a hold of her and her publicist, because she's doing some like lobbying work and trying to help pass some like legislation to stop bullying, I guess, like in, in the United States, or you know, just some sort of like that type of legislation, yeah. so we have someone looking into that, and kind of talk to her eventually
2: definitely and we're also looking into fire prevention month so the one of the san Marcos fire stations is having an open house this saturday and that's kind of their kickoff to um what they'll be doing is they'll be touring the different elementary schools and explaining like fire safety to the kids and stop drop and roll and stuff like those are always good days at elementary yeah, school those are fun definitely. days <laughs> always one informative and fun one thing that one of the assistant fire chiefs said he was like you know when you usually see us it's it's kind of bad news mm-hmm. something usually bad has happened and he's like he, I, he wants this to be you know good news like they're coming out there it's a friendly face
0: yep to put smiles on everybody's faces
3: cool well that's something to look forward to definitely
0: all right. Well, that's it for this week's episode. So thanks for joining us and be sure to look for us every Friday on iTunes, SoundCloud and the University Stars website. Leave any questions or comments on the Stars website or tweet at us using the hashtag #NewsroomTXST. Don't forget to pick up the University Star and listen to KTSW every week.